U.S. News and World Reports have just come out with their list of best diets for 2024. Not surprising, the Mediterranean diet is number one. But we're going to talk today about the number two diet on there, the DASH diet, which we've often called the American version of the Mediterranean diet. Now, I realize that many of the U.S. News and World Report rankings seem sometimes apocryphal. You've heard of the controversy that some colleges have pulled out of the college ranking from U.S. News, and it seems like U.S. News has lists for everything from nursing homes to hospitals, high schools, and on and on. But they really do a good job with diets. They have a panel of world-class experts in nutrition, including physicians, registered dietitians, and scientists in the nutrition field. Every year, this group ranks the common diets, from keto to flexitarian, etc., and the DASH and the Mediterranean are always up, number one or two. So today, on Fork U, we are going to learn a little bit about the DASH diet and learn how it might be the best diet you've never heard of. And for some, it might be easier to implement than the Mediterranean diet. I am your chief medical explanationist, Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Fork U, Fork University, where we bust a few myths and make sense of the madness. In this case, we're going to make sense of the madness of the DASH diet, which stands for Dietary Approach to Stop Hypertension. Far too many diets or sometimes they call themselves lifestyles, are made with notions and not with science. Someone has a notion or their way of eating, and they write a book about their version of the diet. Sometimes they name it after themselves, like the Atkin diet, or sometimes after a place, like the South Beach diet, or sometimes after an apex predator, the carnivore diet. Their notion is that if you eat this way, it will lead to health and freedom from disease and weight loss. And many become cult-like in their devotion to those diets. Take the carnivore, for example. It was an extension of the paleo and low-carb movement. Did you ever get the idea that carnivore aficionados are just angry teenagers that want to work out in gyms and not eat vegetables? As with any diet, if you lose weight, you'll feel better. Probably get better blood chemistry and convince yourself that you will only eat this way, like meat, salt, and water, and call it a lifestyle. The DASH, however, is unlikely to get such converts because it was developed by science, not notions. Hence, you'll find no DASH cultists telling you why you should be eating the DASH way. Just us nerdy science types. A few years ago, the DASH diet was actually named number one by U.S. News and World Report. The DASH diet was originally developed in the early 1990s by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute as a part of a study known as the DASH sodium trial. The primary goal of the DASH sodium trial was to investigate the effects of dietary patterns on blood pressure, particularly the impact of sodium intake. Researchers aimed to design a diet that could effectively lower blood pressure without the need for medication. The DASH diet emerged from the study as a dietary pattern rich in nutrients, and low in sodium-saturated fat and cholesterol. And it worked. 
the effect of the DASH diet was equivalent to one blood pressure pill. So if you have high blood pressure, you might consider this diet. The DASH was being developed while doctors and scientists in Europe were quantitating foods in the Mediterranean diet. There was a lot of crossover between the two groups. The European scientists had published the healthy effects of a diet rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, and lower in saturated fats, and it even published the amounts recommended to consume. The American scientists took that work and applied them to this new diet. For example, if you compare the Mediterranean DASH diets, you'll find that fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes are all in the same amounts. But the DASH diet does not include alcohol. The Mediterranean diet had fish as a separate category and red meat limited, while the DASH combined them into one. So if someone didn't like or had an allergy to fish, this became an easy substitute. Other changes were the Mediterranean limits dairy and the DASH uses low-fat dairy. The DASH puts seeds and nuts in legumes, while the Mediterranean puts seeds and nuts with fruits. The DASH fats and oil include more vegetable oil, while the Mediterranean is almost all monounsaturated fat like olive oil. Salt was the focus on the DASH diet because sodium is the one mineral that negatively affects blood pressure. The more sodium in your diet, the higher your blood pressure, the higher your risk of stroke and heart disease. This is problematic for the standard American highly processed diet. Here's the best part. They took a group of people and fed them this diet. They provided all their meals. Thus, the scientists knew exactly what participants were eating. And they found the DASH diet, compared to control diets, reduced blood pressure to a greater extent with sodium restriction. The adoption of the DASH diet was accompanied by a significant blood pressure reduction in adults with and without hypertension. This is significant because as you reduce your average blood pressure, you increase your lifespan and even better, your health span. That is, the quality of your health while living to an older age. Salt stiffens arterial walls, leading to increased blood pressure. That pesky fact rankles the shirtless salesmen of supplements and scams who like to sell IV hydration in a powder. Or sometimes they sell a fancy salt like Celtic or Himalayan, wanting you to believe that those salts are better for you. And they're not. They're just salt. Too much salt, like too much sugar, or too much formaldehyde, or too much cholesterol will kill you. Oh yeah, your body makes formaldehyde. People sometimes ask me, how can the body be wrong? If you need something, why is more worse? Some folks even invoke God, believing that their version of God meant us to have salt and that having more cholesterol in our blood must be good for us. Just like the low-carb crowd like to wave off the inconvenient results of a high-saturated-fat diet being okay because they believe they are metabolically healthy and that high cholesterol is just protective. Here's one fun fact, though. It appeared cheese and yogurts are an exception to saturated fat, and studies not funded by the dairy industry show this. We don't know why, but cheese, while calorie-heavy, and you can't escape that, do not seem to increase the risk of heart disease or saturated fat in the blood cholesterol. In this case, the Mediterranean diet is okay. 
But we all acknowledge too much sugar is bad, even though if your blood glucose drops below 40, you're going to be in a coma or above 200, you're going to be in trouble. The DASH diet restricts sweets, while the med diet doesn't mention sweets at all. But salt, sometimes, I mean, besides some strange people thinking we need a lot of it, is something we can limit. Let's examine the DASH diet against what most Americans need in their diet, the fiber. Only about 10% of Americans get enough fiber in their diet, about 35 grams or more. Fiber is beneficial for your gut microbiome, and there is plenty of fiber in the DASH diet. If you are not used to fiber, you might find some hurly bloating and gas. Eventually, there'll be a group of bacteria in your gut that will grow that will consume the fiber, and instead of making gas, will make something called short-chain fatty acids that are actually pretty healthy for your colon. So early DASH users might find dashing to the bathroom for a bit. Potassium. We need a lot, but often don't get it. Instead, our ultra-processed food gives us more sodium that we don't need. There's plenty of potassium in the DASH diet, and potassium counters sodium's ability to raise blood pressure. Potassium also decreases bone loss and reduces the risk of developing kidney stones. This always baffles heavy meat eaters who tend to get more kidney stones than whole food, plant-based dieters. Or people on the DASH and Mediterranean diet. Vitamin D is low in most diets. The DASH benefits from vitamin D. We need about 15 micrograms a day. And just know that 3 ounces of salmon will give you about 20 micrograms. Fortified foods like dairy, even artificial dairy like plant milks that are fortified. The oat milk I get from Costco is fortified with vitamin D. No, Costco is not a sponsor of our show. Dash also has plenty of B vitamins. So instead of spending money on supplements and vitamins, you can spend it on good food. Now, if you want to find out more about the Dash diet and implement it into your life, we have a course for you. Yes, we're doing a course which will be coming out soon on our website, drterrysimpson.com. As you know, we have a course on the Mediterranean diet available on TikTok, where I am at Dr. Terry Simpson, Dr. Terry Simpson. A full transcript of this with references is available on forkyou.com. This podcast was researched and written by me, Dr. Terry Simpson. While I am a doctor, I am not your doctor. And before implementing a new diet, please consult your doctor or a local registered dietitian. Yes, a real doctor, not a chiropractor, not a naturopath, a Western-trained, board-certified physician. The podcast was distributed by our friends at Simpler Media, Ali Press, and the pod god, Mr. Evo Terra. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week. Hey, Evo, did I ever tell you the time I was adding more oats to my diet, getting them from Le Grand Orange in the morning on my way to the office? Turned out, I had a lot of gas. So I lit a candle in my office. Then someone called, and I turned away to answer the call. When I looked back, some paper found its way to the candle, and I had a small fire to put out. I still have that burn mark on the desk. Thankfully, my office survived in the desk, and my colon is now used to the fiber. (laughs) Hope you're all well. You should have tried a Himalayan salt candle. I hear those are the perfect thing.